0: Welcome to another episode of CEO on the go. In case you missed my last episode, it was a re-airing of making difficult decisions more easily. Uh, That was something that I recorded way back when in 2020, shortly after I just launched this podcast. And so what I'm doing while I'm traveling more heavily this month is re-airing some early episodes that I think are still very relevant. And There are many to choose from. I've been digging into the archives to just find some of the episodes that I thought would be really beneficial to hear or hear again. So last week, I picked number seven. This week, I picked number 13, which is getting comfortable with uncertainty. So as you listen, know that when that episode first aired, it was almost two years ago exactly, in October of 2020. And it's interesting how so much can still feel similar. And and you'll hear me say at, that, in, at the end of that episode that I hope it helps you prepare for 2021, but know that I'm talking to you today, hoping it prepares you for 2023. And you'll note that the sound quality is not quite as clear as it is today. So thanks for giving me a little break on that. Um, the sound quality has improved over time. I still think the content is good. And you know, it's interesting when I go back and listen to some of my own podcasts, I think to myself, is that really how I wanted to express that? Or I wonder if people understood what I was really trying to say, or maybe I could say that a better way. So um, I just, when I listened to this one, I wanted to make sure that people didn't have the impression that when it comes to uncertainty, that I think that you should just, you know, relax and do nothing. I talk about the importance of kind of relaxing in the midst of it. I think my point is that you don't always have to paddle so hard. You don't always have to work so hard at figuring things out that sometimes the best way to deal with uncertainty is simply to accept it. So you'll hear more of my thoughts, and um, I'd love to hear your thoughts, what you're doing, how you're dealing effectively with uncertainty. In the meantime, enjoy listening or re-listening to Getting Comfortable with Uncertainty. there, and welcome to this episode on getting comfortable with uncertainty. If you're listening in, I'm guessing that you've got some challenges with all the uncertainty uh, that exists now. The only thing we know for certain is that we don't really know what's next, although some people might argue that death and taxes are certain. But one of the patterns I'm seeing in business owners and executives is the pressure that they're putting on themselves and that others are putting on them to figure things out. And by that, I mean that they feel pressure to come up with a clear picture. Maybe you feel that where you feel like you need to be able to explain what the big picture is, the overall vision, how you can make it happen. Um, If not for the sake of your team, maybe just for your own benefit. And it's a lot harder to do when everything seems so uncertain. So we're used to being in an environment where at least we think that we have more control over what's happening. So it's it's perfectly natural to feel uneasy when there is uncertainty. Some clients I'm working with are working on new visions and they're reimagining what's possible, which is great. Uh, We just spoke on that theme in a previous episode that had to do with reimagining meetings and events. And then I have some other clients that are really blocking and tackling, to use a football analogy, which I feel like I have to do since I'm in the South and it's football season. They're just making one play at a time. So it doesn't matter where you are in your thought process, but I'm trusting that uncertainty is just something that is possibly hindering you more than helping you right now. You can't really trust what will happen, but you can trust that you'll make the best decision that you can. And at the end of the day, you've just got to trust yourself. So it's important to live in the land of the unknown, at least for a little while, where the future seems uncertain to be at peace with that. But how do you do that, especially when you're so used to being in a different world that seems more predictable? The truth is, with so much time we've had being more isolated in one way or the other, the more time we've had to spend in our minds, and that can be a dangerous place, a place where your thoughts can take control of you, especially if you're not really aware of what they are. We have all kinds of thoughts and beliefs that are running in the background in our subconscious. It's a lot like a program on a computer where it's running, but we're really not thinking about it. So before I tell you some things you might do, I want to share some ideas about how you might think or think differently in times of uncertainty. You know, I always like the emphasis on how you're thinking versus what you're doing. So first, how do you think about your role as a leader? Without using your title, what words would describe you as a leader? Maybe driven or visionary? Or maybe you're analytical or caring, persuasive, bold, quiet. In fact, we did another episode on leveraging the quiet strength in your leadership. So you might want to check out that episode. Um, Are you encouraging or optimistic? Or are you a get it done type of leader? One word that comes to mind in how I describe myself as a leader is a catalyst. I often play a role that helps people and their organizations change or transform in some way. And sometimes I see myself too, or I've been told that I'm a quiet disruptor. So because I see myself that way, I feel congruent in my work. I'm playing a role that fits who I am. But I'm also willing to expand how I see my role and believe that it will help me make a greater impact, help me be more effective, especially during these times. So I've been trying out new ways to see myself and my role. Uh, just this podcast as an example, seeing my role now as a podcast host, which still sounds a little strange, but it it's an expanded role that I've taken on. My point is that how you see yourself will drive much of what you do. So it's important to note how you see yourself and what might need to change or shift or expand in how you're seeing yourself as a leader to help you get different or better results. So you're not changing the essence of who you are, just changing the way you see yourself. So thinking about your role as a leader is the first idea to think about. The second one, how do you think about others that you work with? Could be colleagues or employees or staff. And if you've been working with them a long time, you've probably got a view of them that's locked in. And these times are bringing out the best and the worst in people. So it's likely that anytime you see them doing something that makes you Frustrated or angry, it's reinforcing what you think about them. I hear some people say, uh, these are some examples, she always talks too much, or he always has to dominate the conversation, or she never looks at the details, or she's always late, or he always has to win. Statements like that. We tend to use words like always or never, which doesn't help how we see other people. So I'm sure you're having to be more creative in how you're leveraging your talent. People are having to take on new responsibilities that they hadn't anticipated. It could be because of budget cuts or because other people on your team haven't been able to pull their weight for whatever reason. You might have a team member that's out sick. Someone has to step in. Could be uh, really getting them out of their comfort zone. So in the same way, you need to be paying attention to how you see yourself. It's important to pay attention to how you see others. Let go of any labels. Could be labels like young or old or entitled or helpless or whiny or bossy, or it could even be something like Democrat or Republican. It really doesn't matter. It's important to let go of labels because however you're labeling people can also be an obstacle when it comes to dealing with uncertainty. Try to see them in a new light or an expanded way, even more so during times of uncertainty. Studies show that people rise to the occasion when other people have a positive expectation about them. So make sure that that's showing through. Part of your leadership role is actually helping them see new possibilities for themselves. So it starts with your genuine belief in them. Expansion is a key concept to keep in mind when you're thinking about uncertainty because it's as though you're looking through a more panoramic lens. You're not so myopic in in your view of people Uh, including yourself. Expansion is key. So just to be clear by expansion, I don't mean adding more to their plate. It's expanding your view of them to see new possibilities. So those are just some some quick thoughts about thinking. And by the way, this takes practice. It's not like you can magically flip a switch and suddenly see yourself differently or see others differently. Um, It does take some time and some some reinforcement. Over the years, I've immersed myself in learning about how to deal with uncertainty, not mainly in my personal life, but also in business. And I've been so inspired by people who um, embrace uncertainty so well. And so I thought I would share some advice that could be helpful to you if you're uneasy with uncertainty. Um, and by the way, it's something I'm constantly working on because the level of uncertainty seems greater at the moment. So it's an opportunity to expand. So before I get into some pieces of advice, just a warning, some of the advice may seem very counterintuitive, but that's why you're you're listening, hopefully. So um, some or all of these might be uh, things that you could do that can help you thrive more in uncertainty. Number one, change your view. Change your view of what? Well, change your view of whatever it is about uncertainty that's bothering you. It might be looking at uncertainty through the lens of your business or your job, or there might be some personal issues. Uh, whenever you see something that is is bothering you, ask yourself, how can I change my view of this? How can I see things differently? You know, many people talk about the pandemic as an obstacle or a hindrance in their life or their work. So how might you view that differently? Maybe the pandemic is a wake-up call, or maybe it's a needed Uh, A redirector, or maybe it's an opportunity of some sort. Again, if you choose to view it that way, I'm not telling you how you should see it, just inviting you to see it differently if you don't like what you see. Number two, what if? Talk about the what if scenarios. And you may be doing this already through scenario planning, but it's not a bad idea to just sit down with your team more frequently and say, what if, what if this happens? You know, what if the market drops? Or what if the election goes one way or the other? Or what if we are bought out? Or what, you know, whatever it is in your case, you would know better than I, but what is it that you can predict or ideas that you can play around with, best case, worst case scenarios, to just help people become more accustomed to thinking through different scenarios and not being locked into one specific one. So playing around with the what if is uh, number two. Number three, note what is certain. In times of uncertainty, one of the best things that you can do is focus on what is certain. For example, you may not know what's coming down the pike, but you could be certain that you've got the talent and the skills, uh, the people in your organization, that that's clear. So that's something to note. Also, uh, something to be certain about are the hard trends. Hard trends are those trends that you know for sure, without a doubt, will happen. For example, we're all aging. uh, Technology is increasing. Those are some of the hard trends. So what are some of the hard trends in your industry that you can pay attention to? Uh, Another something to be certain about are the resources that you can leverage. Or maybe you can be certain about your attitude. Maybe you know that you will have a positive attitude no matter what, or a faith in a higher power or whatever um, is most relevant to you spiritually, that that's something that's certain. Maybe you're certain about people. What is it that you could be certain about regarding people? For example, one belief that I have is that people crave connection. So knowing that, how might that shape what you're doing in your life or your work? Um, And in your business, think about the seasons. Those are certain spring, summer, fall, winter. Those are seasons that all kind of go back to back. Number four, choose who you're spending time with. You might say, well, I have to spend time with these people at work and that may may or may not be your choice. I'm just saying to be deliberate about who you spend your time with, especially during times of uncertainty. Are they fear-based thinkers and worriers or, or are they positive, optimistic seek out people that have a good sense of humor. That's what I often do. It makes such a difference if you can be around people who like to keep things light. And I'm sure you've heard before, this is not a new idea, but some people believe that you become most like the five people that you spend the most time with. So choose wisely, be deliberate. And then finally, number five, and uh, I've saved this one for last because uh, it might make you mad if you're like my daughter when she gets all stressed out and I give her this advice. Sh- she really doesn't like it, but I'm going to say it anyway. And it's relax. Don't you just hate it when when you're trying to push yourself or someone says, just relax. But what I mean by that is stop pushing so hard to figure things out. Ironically, my first book, Take the Bull by the Horns, has a theme of taking action getting things done. And it's a great book. I encourage you to read it. It's an easy read. You can get it on Amazon Kindle. Now I'll include it in the show notes, but I often joke that my next book is going to be called, uh, let go of the horns or stop doing that. (laughs) You know, it's not always about taking the bull by the horns. Sometimes it's really about letting things go. And one of the best representations of this idea that I've ever seen or heard comes from a poem called The Swan that I learned about actually through David White, one of my favorite poets, who referenced a poem by Rilke called The Swan. I cannot do it justice. You probably need to Google the the poem itself. But to me, it has to do with the idea of being so awkward. It talks about how awkward the swan is and awkward the movement is, like we are, uh, feeling like we're kind of lumbering through life, making things difficult. Um, The poem talks about what the swan looks like when it's walking on land. And then when the swan just sits down in the water, it lets the water carry it and it looks beautiful and it's moving with ease. So move in a direction that just feels natural to you. Don't overthink things. Let yourself be guided. And I thought that that might be a nice image to end with today to Picture yourself really just kind of letting go, trusting this process, and knowing that things will be okay if you can just relax and not lumber so much and not not feel like things are so awkward. During a time when we do feel like we've been blown out of the water and don't know what's next, often the best thing to do is to sit down and be still and allow yourself to be carried. So a quick recap of my pieces of advice for dealing with uncertainty for today. one change your view. If you don't like what you see, change your view. Two, play with the what-if scenarios. Lots of them. Do this with your team. And three, focus on what's certain. When things are so uncertain, what is it that you know to be true? Four, choose who you spend your time with. Be deliberate about that. And then five, relax. Don't try to figure everything out so much. And as I said at the beginning, what's most important is that you trust yourself. So I hope these thoughts have been helpful as you deal with uncertainty. Be sure to share this with someone else who might be experiencing some challenges in this area. If you've enjoyed this episode, you might also like a previous episode called Riding the Emotional Roller Coaster. Uncertainty can stir up all kinds of emotions for people, and leaders are no exception. So you can find that episode in the show notes. I think that's it for today. I'm really excited about an upcoming episode in the works that's designed to help you think about what's next in your life or your work. The timing actually couldn't be better with this year coming to an end. Guessing you might appreciate some ideas to help you get focused on 2021. So I'll keep you posted on that. Until then, make the most of this week, no matter what happens, because I know that even though things are uncertain, you can be certain that you'll handle it. Thanks for tuning in. And as always, be sure to share this episode with someone else who might benefit or leave a review. You can join my email list by going to workmatters.com so you don't miss an episode. And there you can learn more about ways we serve mission-driven leaders like you. If there's a challenge you want to discuss, I'd love to hear from you. In the meantime, keep growing as a leader, inspiring change, and doing the work that matters to you.